we are going to talk about guru today such an interesting and very important discussion and we will also talk about dikshas and initiation initiations that happens through the guru okay so first and the foremost thing to understand is that guru is a tattva is an element guru is not a person or you know somebody in the body that's not who guru is truly guru is the tattva the element which is responsible for removing the ignorance giving wisdom that's what that element is now that element can exist in the form of physical human being that element can exist and can reach out to you through the visions or dreams or some through spiritual experiences that element has the ability to reach out to you to remove the ignorance to dispel the darkness of ignorance avidya that you have got within and guide you on your spiritual path but when that element is present in the form of a physical being it is most helpful at that time because man can only learn from a man human being can only learn from a human being it's easier to learn from a human being rather than learning through visions or books or some we call them as inter- indirect ways of learning right and not if to not everybody these ways of learning are suitable or helpful so it's very understand to under very important to understand that guru tatva is there everywhere in the cosmos and it is the higher most faculty that a human can reach out to okay you cannot directly learn from god parmatma you cannot parmatma is teaching you so many things all day long <laughs> through the the way parmatma has designed the prakriti the world the way parmatma has designed the system of uh, set the system of karma right how many people learn that learn through those ways of systems as a design not very many people right the nature of ahankara not the ego just the ego part in you but the nature of entire ahankara and entire apparatus of uh, antahkaran that you have got means your manas chitta buddhi ahankar ham right all these faculties your entire body mind your entire ego mind by nature is delusion prone 
is life wisdom averse by nature because you have made it so because you have complicated the matter so much complicated your life so much because you have entangled yourself so much so there is little help that you can get from the books from the scriptures from the visions through the visions through the through your dreams or through the the way system or the universe works or functions by the way system the way system has been designed so less impact of those things on you much impact happens when through the physical body you start learning okay so this guru in the physical body is an absolute necessity necessity absolute necessity don't ever confuse yourself with the fact that some of the samadhi gurus gurus who have attained samadhi have attained self realization are jeevan muktas attained moksha they may not have a living guru in this lifetime but that does not mean they never had a guru in the full body form they did everybody i had my guru lahri mahashay right so many gurus around you those who are living in this time they all had gurus everybody has gurus you pick up history you you read as long back like 5000 6000 years ago you read since then all the spiritual masters had a master nobody reached all the way till the end by themselves there are a one or two who did that and they can be considered as you know some spiritual anomalies if you would like to call it that because they came here to start something to start the spark so they did not have guru physical human embodied guru because they came here to be master themselves to start the spark to start the thing themselves so they learned directly from parmatma they learned directly from all the shaktis and devas they had the purity within they had that necessary platform the soil which was so ready to grasp and absorb the truth of life directly from parmatma or directly from shaktis but are you one of them we are not we are not the starters right we are not the first human beings to start all that so we all had a master everybody learned from their own masters now 
in the scriptures, Vedas and Upanishads, we divide the gurus. The gurus have been classified in two forms. So, there are gurus who are walking their own spiritual journey. And it's something like, for example, if somebody is in the college, they can definitely teach a third grader, right? There's no problem with that. And so if somebody is a PhD, anyways in his company, a third grader or third primary school student is not going to get a lot of benefit out of the PhD scholar. Right? It's with, everything will be too much above the head. So even they have to come down and teach you at your level. So you are looking for a guru who is at your level. So that first level of first category of teachers, those who can help you see small, small things in you, help you follow the path of yama and niyama and get you into the practice of some meditation, right? Some bhakti, some surrender can be taught to you. In some ways he can melt down your little bit of your ego. Some ways he can help you entangle, help you disentangle the complexities of emotions and thoughts and desires that you have created within. So all of these first level of teachers are very much necessary. They can prepare the ground, they can prepare you in such a way that someday when a Satguru or Sadguru or Adiguru kind of a person starts teaching you or initiating you, then you are ready. Otherwise, for you, it's still going to be the same thing, even if you find a Sadguru. So another category of Gurus that we, that have been uh, explained in Upanishads and Vedas are Sadguru. Sadguru, Sadguru, Adiguru, that is what we call them, actually. Those who have attained Samadhi themselves, their spiritual journey is 100% complete. They are Jeevan Muktas. They have attained Moksha. So there is nothing left for them to do for themselves. So they can give a 100% one-pointed focus to their students. It's one thing to understand. They have lot of Siddhis and powerful ways, sure, short, powerful ways to see within the disciple. And when you are ready, you find such a guru. Universe helps in mysterious ways, mysterious ways, to sincere seekers. If on the name of spirituality, on the name of removing all the chitvrittis and doing your spiritual sadhana, you have some other intentions and desires. 
then you will find a guru accordingly. And find a guru, when I say find a guru, that really does not mean that you might have found actually, you might have met or become a disciple of actually a Sadguru or Sadguru or Adi Guru, actually an enlightened Guru. So you might have met and you might be studying with them. But the point is, is really that enlightened Guru is whom you need given the fact where you are in your spiritual journey. So even that enlightened master might be teaching you, enlightened guru might be teaching you something very simple, something very basic, you know. You may not have attained that level where the real guru from within, an enlightened guru from within will come out. So that is what I say when I say you will find guru or meet guru. I'm not talking about a lot of people study from, there are so many samadhi gurus in the world. If you are really interested and keen in learning and devoting your life to, and you are committed for your own moksha, your own removing and finding out who you truly are, if you are really committed, there are enough gurus. So it's not that there is a scarcity of gurus, no. There's no scarcity of learning ever. There's no scarcity of resources for getting the wisdom and dispelling your ignorance. It's all about how deeply, intensely you are interested. How intense of a desire it is within you. Otherwise, even all these normal gurus, those who are still walking their own spiritual journey are good enough for you. They can take you and prepare you so that one day or someday, when you reach or when you meet or when you figure out or when you are able to actually invoke the real guru from the samadhi guru then you are ready even when sadgurus adi gurus and samadhi gurus they are when they are actually teaching the people and if they are yet the neophytes they are beginners on their path they prepare them they go on preparing them for lifelong it's not that they do not pay attention or do not teach the uh, students or disciples, those who are beginners. They do. They teach anybody and everybody depending upon where they are and where they need to go and how they are going to go there. So they just teach everybody and they prepare them for that one day when the real guru is invoked from them, they are ready. So they prepare them, teach them accordingly. So depending upon at what level you are, any guru is good for you. Now these days, a lot of people go from one guru to other guru to other guru to other guru and that, that is why. So one major thing to understand here is that there can be many shiksha gurus. If you are interested in shiksha, Shiksha means education, getting the wisdom from, okay. To clear your doubts, to ask questions, to clear your doubts, anybody can be your, you can have as many as you want to, as you, as many as you need to, okay. You can have that many Shiksha Gurus, but 
there can be only one diksha guru a lot of people do not understand this maybe because they have taken the dikshas because it's the way the world is right now even the shiksha gurus those who, who are supposed to be shiksha gurus only actually start giving dikshas as well initiations as well only samadhi gurus or adi guru sat guru sad guru these are the only type of gurus who has the ability to create a sanskara in your chitta a klesh sanskar in your chitta which can take you towards moksha which can help you fulfill your life's mission your atma's mission not your ego or mind's mission or your emotional mission no your atma's mission they have the ability to do, do that so a lot of time dikshas just simply do not work because the sanskara has not been created properly and that's the reason some people start taking because for a normal person it's really difficult you do not know whether a person is enlightened or not you do not know so i got an idea i'll talk to you about that as well i'll explain to you so these days it's difficult right to figure out whether somebody is a samadhi guru or not somebody there's no way to know the level of chitta the level of the niruddha sanskara and niruddha chitta it's hard unless you live with them and then you are able to figure that out it's difficult to know so lot of people take dikshas from lot many gurus because one didn't work or they walk their spiritual journey based on what was given to them the first time then they take another initiation another initiation and there's nothing wrong about it don't feel guilty about it ever a diksha will either work or it will not simple or it may work and solve the purpose for you for the first few years first few months and then you may need another diksha and then yet another diksha the kind of level of people that we have in this era requires different kinds of dikshas different things work on different people some people need guru diksha which is the first diksha that everybody should have and that diksha must be taken from somebody who is ha- either having samadhis or has completed their spiritual journey and have attained moksha and are living as jivan muktas guru diksha must be taken from such gurus so that there is a permanent impression sanskara in your chitta means chitta means in your warehouse of all kinds of impressions good and bad which play out in your life which creates the fabric of who you really are not <laughs> or who you really are other than atma so that diksha diksha guru ideally should be an enlightened one okay a self realized one but again it's hard to find hard to know but if you are really key don't depend so much on your logical and rational mind do not 
इट मे से वन थिंग टूडे टू मे टू टुमारो यू मे फिगर आउट सम अदर डिटेल्स और हियर समथिंग एल्स एंड अगेन इट विल स्टार्ट सेइंग यू आर स्टूपेड यू वेंट टू गेट दीक्षा फ्रॉम दिस गुरु कम ऑन सो डू नॉट लिसन टू योर लॉजिकल रैशनल माइंड फॉर दिस इफ यू आर टू गेट अ दीक्षा फ्रॉम अ रियल समाधि गुरु in mysterious ways you will meet him or her and you will have that that is how it works it is never going to work from your side to the guru it is always from the guru's side to you so don't depend upon don't try to do a lot of gymnastic or you know a lot of information finding this that history check history i'm not you are just taking a diksha right you are not going to live with them you are not going there for a lifetime this is few minutes of the thing hardly half an hour of thing an hour of thing at max to get a diksha to get a initiation from somebody and start on your spiritual journey seriously so to the level you are committed to your own journey is where you will start with any guru in your life any guru for that so be seriously committed just have an honest conversation with yourself about what is it that you really want from this spiritual journey why exactly are you walking this spiritual journey is it the search for truth or are you seeking some emotional relief are you looking for a shoulder to cry on because the spiritual community is full of compassionate people kind people at least from the face of it that's how it looks like in the ashrams and other places right so there could be something like that and uh, but you really need to think about where you are what is it that you actually are seeking that which you are seeking is seeking you as well so if you are truly seeking a real guru sat guru and you need one you will get one there's no doubt about it you get one the interesting idea that i was about to share with you all was so science has progressed a lot so one night i was just thinking you know that science has progressed so much that the pictures photographs of the entire aura the field of any human being any physical body it could be a plant body or it could be a human body or it could be animal or whatever can be taken such cameras such machines exist where you can clearly see the energy state the aura the field of any human being now that energy field and the photograph of the aura can clearly tell who has how much of body consciousness left 
body consciousness means attachment to the entire body how much body consciousness they have so i was thinking maybe you know all those who are gurus must go through that machine through that photograph photograph thing it's more like a ct scan kind of a machine actually and they can be there in the their samadhi state their med- meditative state or their uh, self absorption state they can be there in that and they can be photographed and based on that they can decide whether they want to be a guru or not or an organization which does this kind of photographing or who provide provides that facility that organization that autonomous body or you know global body organization can actually tell everybody give them give them some sort of a permit to say okay you are ready to be a guru or that you are you need to do your own tapasya as well wait on for few minutes few few years sorry few months and few years wait for few few years before you become a guru why because if you have a whole lot of body attachment body consciousness left in you and that energy can tell clearly the aura of a person is 100% sure short way of knowing how much body consciousness they have left with so if one has a lot of body consciousness left while they are walking they might be walking on their own journey then they stand a very high chance to exploit the students in one way or the other it could be the greed for money they might have that because money gives them security it's a body consciousness it's part of body consciousness they might exploit the students sexually it's part of body consciousness they might manipulate the ignorance within other people it's part of body consciousness why would somebody do all this just imagine that think about that for a moment when does somebody does when do somebody does all these things manipulating the students exploiting them physically or financially when do they do that when they themselves are insecure about their future their body their mission their life that means body consciousness is there not having a body consciousness for a samadhi guru does not mean they somehow forget how to dress they don't know when to eat no they don't become stupid at all <laughs> their buddhi becomes buddha so their intellect is shining far brighter than ever so that does not so and not being able to walk not knowing when when you are and where you are in between people so you need to dress accordingly not lot of such things these things do not mean losing body consciousness these are not the signs of losing a body consciousness losing the body consciousness actually means having no raga no attachment to anything that is cyclical in nature having no sanskaras within 
having no sanskaras, no vasanas, no chitavrittis, that are propelled by the ignorance, that are propelled by the raga, attachments, that are propelled by the aversions, dvesha, that are propelled by the abhinivesha, fears in them. That is what losing the body consciousness means. That is the only way you will never ever worry or you know do such things to other people. It's no other way. Till the time people have sanskaras, vasanas, chitavrittis, mental emotional behavioral patterns driven and propelled from ignorance, attachments, aversions, fears and identities. Till then people will, other one person stands a chance to, such a person stands a chance to exploit or manipulate the other person on the name of love, on the name of devotion, on the name of bhakti, on the name of relationship, on the name of money or power or whatever. Right? So this could be a very good way. There are machines these days. We are not living in some kind of stone age. This is an information age and we are at the, somehow we are into the, you know, very good state. Very, actually at the heights, one of the, one of the peaks we have hit in this information age. Earlier, um, adopting, doing the digital transformations organization wide was a choice for a lot of businesses and companies and people. Now it's not because of the covid because of this pandemic, we all are forced to learn the technology and be a little tech savvy. Whether it's to manage your personal life or whether it is to manage your professional life, your business life and as well as your spiritual life. Lot of things going forward are going to be online. Retreats will be online because Social gatherings will not get a permit. How many people can be there? So travels will be restricted. Gatherings will be restricted. Group classes will be restricted. Stage talks and performances will be restricted. So all of you have to actually gear up yourself. And understand that physical presence of a Sadhguru and Sadhguru or Adiguru is anyways not needed. It's just don't see the localization of the body ever. You can learn from them. Even through the online modes and classes. Through Zoom, through Skype or through whatever. Channels. Communication channels that you get. Okay. So this is such a good time. These kind of machines exist and some business person or some, some way we can create all this tomorrow. To help some people, those who are not really, do not know anything and are looking for guru and all that. But again, this is very much superficial and surface level stuff. Even this proof, this proof of, you know, scanning someone's energy is a very superficial kind of, very surface level kind of. And that doesn't tell the whole story of who or what somebody may be. Actually, Adi Gurus and Sadgurus and any enlightened Gurus or Samadhi Gurus have the ability 
to just stop their energy in such a way that or just it's make it so expensive that it cannot be photographed <laughs> not that i'm trying to do or i'm suggesting anybody to do that i'm just telling that it's one of the control that you get on all your bodies right now for example you know when you can move your hand at your will right so energy body works at will starts working at in a way it's needed when it's needed where it's needed however large it can be whatever kind of energy is required so all that can be very easily spontaneously can be handled but yeah this was the thing again so gurus back to gurus and back to your need of gurus so look for a good guru it's very hard to understand the scriptures there are ambiguous ambiguous passages in them there are contradicting stuff in them and one can easily get confused so even for studying and understanding the scriptures you can have guru you can, your guru can answer your question and every living human being needs a guru you cannot learn just from the books you cannot learn from the way prakriti and the entire world and the system has been designed you cannot learn directly from the shaktis and the devas till the time you're not ready you cannot learn directly from parmatma until you are ready until you reach that there you have to be actually in nirvikalp samadhi to learn directly from parmatma or savikalp samadhi to learn directly from parmatma learn directly from the universe learn directly from the prakriti okay you actually have to reach to that to that state but before that it's a long journey so you need a guru okay i hope you understand all this and it is helpful for you and uh, you definitely go and take diksha from any samadhi guru that you have around you okay namaste jai shiva om tare om tare